0: This is a News Laundry Podcast and you're listening to the Awful and Awesome Entertainment Rap.
1: Hello, hello. This is the Awful and Awesome Entertainment Rap, episode 44. And this is Rajeshri Sen. And this
0: is Abhinandan Sekri. Good morning. And
1: good afternoon.
0: And good evening.
1: <laughs> so we have a lot of good stuff for a change and uh, some really... Dodgy stuff as well.
0: And some that gets me curious, and I would like your view on it as a woman because maybe I'm reacting as a man.
1: Okay, then. So, what should we start with?
0: We should start with just telling our listeners what we will be discussing. So, we have the following. We have a fantastic documentary. It's a political documentary. It's a Netflix original, which blew me away. And I watched the whole thing. So, all you haters who tell me I don't watch stuff. (laughs) I spent about eight hours watching stuff this week.
1: You're very dedicated.
0: Yes. Uh, We have a trailer of a... film starring a superstar the first uh, woman who carries a film by herself in the last I guess six eight years which I think is a bit getting on my nerves
1: and steeped in controversy
0: yes then a film review of one of the smaller films that opened this week then there was SRK's TED Talk
1: TED Talk which everyone's raving about there's the gay scene from American Gods which is uh, being spoken about a lot there are lots of uh, sex scenes though, in American Gods then there's the Indian Air Force recruitment ad for women correct and, uh, and of course there's always Sunny Leone because we always remember her.
0: But let's start off with a brief comment on Justin Bieber's concert, which also was the pop culture highlight of the week. Did you go Rajshisan?
1: No, but I heard that uh, the tickets were up to 75,000. Okay. Which uh, I feel it's still affordable. It's not too bad. And well, if you're I-
0: a Zamidar from Bengal, maybe, for an Axel like me, that's... We
1: take the money from your Axels only, na? Okay. then we go. So, uh, Justin Bieber came to India, but before he reached India, first of all, it's impressive that he actually reached India. Because last few big people who are supposed to come never reached, like Jerry Seinfeld, everyone was re- ready and waiting and... Uh, Even Jerry was ready and waiting. And he was sent back home, basically. So Justin actually reached... but Before he reached, he had a list of demands, which is now normal for celebrities. Mariah Carey likes everything to be sparkling white. So Justin Bieber had uh, requests such as... The dressing room will be entirely draped with white curtains, a large glass door refrigerator, clothing shelves, eight power outlets... 12 white handkerchiefs and uh, he had a mix of foods also. And everyone was really outraged by this. There was a lot of, there was a flurry of articles which came out, which I didn't really understand what the shock was.
0: Well, reasonable demands, I think that's fine. If you can get it, why not? And he's but a celebrity. Coming to the concert... Mm-hmm. I didn't go for a concert. Have you ever attended any concert, by the way, Rajasthan? Yeah,
1: I have. The one with Sting. The one where Sting sat with Shamak Davar.
0: I've attended two concerts in my life. One hmm. is this one, um, Sting.
1: And Michael. Uh,
0: and one is Prince. In
1: <gasps> You're that in
0: old? Oh, yes. Uh, so I watched a Prince concert. This was in London. Concerts are generally, I find, with due respect to all the people who went, went, go to concerts, hmm. even at the prime of my youth, yeah. I used to listen to two or three songs and then I used to go sit at the back and I used to my friends, When you're over, just wake me up and we'll really go, like, why the fuck would you stand for like f- yeah, three so hours this and is listen to it? Something like, I don't understand. I don't get concerts. So we shouldn't talk about those because the people, the young, like Amar Singh,
1: Amar Singh was Gandhi there Khan, and he was really the- dressed for the occasion. Did you see those pictures? There was Malaika wearing a gown for some reason because that's what you should wear. There was Bipasha dressed, like shorts or something. And then there was Amar Singh, dressed like he is going for a shadi.
0: Anyway, so we missed that. Those of you who went, the reports were, it was a terribly organized <laughs> concert.
1: And he lip-synced. Did people expect him to sing himself?
0: Now the trailer of a film called Simran, um, starring Kangana Ranaut.
1: Is out. It's Hansal Mehta's new film. And so Hansal
0: is important because?
1: He made Aligarh. Okay. And he's made some other really good films as well. And he is not a commercial, commercial director. He's sort of what Vishal Bhardwaj was in the, his early days. Mm-hmm. Now he's more commercial. So uh, this is, uh, the trailer's quite nice. It's about uh, Kangna in alone in America. And she's being bubbly as we say <laughs> yeah. bubbly and independent so
0: i would like to disagree with you i think the trailer is if i were a, if i was making a project and not a film hmm. and we discussed last time what's the difference yeah. in a film and a project a project is a commercially viable proposition because you have a good star you have the trend for me this trailer is queen um, that uh, Tanu uh, Manu Tannu Manu yeah, 1 it Manu me 2 and 2-3 of other films if you make a montage of those trailers you'll come with this trailer
1: yeah so it's but I just the feel, shadi
0: dance uh-huh. the whole boy look the whole I'm so cool look oh I'm so clumsy look it's just a montage of all her films put together
1: and it's her in a way playing herself in the sense that Anushka Sharma also got slotted into that same kind of role after Band Baja Bharat, uh, one by one, she used to... All the films used to (laughs) Hmm. be like that. Now, the important thing about um, Simran isn't uh, that the trailer is good or bad. It's about the fact that Kangna has been in the news for speaking out against nepotism and uh, against this little uh, inner circle that Karan Johar and all have. Now, this film's writer was who claims he was the writer of the film till recent interviews, Apurva Asrani, who has also written Aligarh. He's the writer of Aligarh and he is also one of the co-writers of Shahid. He has now posted on Facebook, on his own page, that because when you see the uh, film trailer, you see that the screenplay credit has been given, additional screenplay credit has been given to Kangna. His name comes after Kangna. According to him, this is a lie. It's as simple as that. He's not saying that there's some confusion. He said this is an outright lie. I developed the script... I came up with a one-line screenplay, which was given to her. She really liked the script. And then I have developed some seven drafts of the script. And each time he said, they'd go for their shoot, they'd come back. There are points where she has definitely uh, improvised improvised her dialogues and so on. But she's not the
0: script writer.
1: But she's not the script writer. And Kangna, before this entire thing... uh, Sort of blew up before he posted on his Facebook page. Had already given an interview, and she gave a she did a Facebook live chat, which is what he saw, and along with the credits, and he spoke out about it, where she claimed that I came up with the concept and I have developed the screenplay. Now, going by if you read Apurva Asrani's post. There seems to be, of course, he's a writer, so he'll write well. But there seems to be quite a bit of, it seems earnest and honest. Going by the fact that he has scripted very good films before. And he's edited, he's also film editor. He has good films behind him. It's not like someone who's written uh, Tashan saying that I've also scripted, I don't know, Queen's. Here. And Kangna has never scripted anything so, I don't know. I tend to believe what he's saying. I don't know. What do you feel?
0: Well, I think what a star wants, a star gets. And if your project is being kept up by one pillar, mm. what that pillar wants, that pillar will get. At the same time, I don't think one can conclusively say one way or the other. But scriptwriters are shafted in life. Regularly. Such is life for the scriptwriter. Moving on to Mary Piari Bindu. A film which uh, I thought had tremendous potential. It wasn't a film, actually. It was a good idea mm. with four good characters. And the writer and director must have thought, let khinch khinch ke. film. It, the first 15 minutes, I must admit, I really enjoyed. I think uh, Ayushman Khurana is a really good actor. And he picks really great films. There's something really likable about him. But the film... I I could have, like, hit someone by the end of it.
1: Yes. Which is why I moved very far away from the seat which you were at. But, uh, so it's directed by Akshay Roy. It's written by a Bengali also, Shupratim Shen Gupta. Uh, In and that case, it must
0: have been an amazing
1: it's film. It's a fabulous, like Satyajit made it Keep hollow. Keep hollow. You learn some Bengali after watching that. Yeah,
0: fuck. So <laughs> how could you not? It's fucking eight hours long. How long? So was it,
1: it? it was one hour fifty-eight minutes. Really Be happy.
0: It's it seemed like a week. No,
1: it seemed very long. So the concept is really good. It's a relationship charted through the songs that were. So they make a mix mixed. No, date the concept is shit. Sorry. Listen to me. I'm more of a romantic, so. Just pay attention to me. So the concept is of a couple who makes a mixtape to chart the journey of their relationship. So on paper, it would sound good, I suppose, in that two lines. But
0: if if it's set in Bengali and directed or written by someone called Day or Roy don't or, say or, or whatever Roy the fuck. has
1: done, but you did say that it was cast very well.
0: It was brilliantly cast.
1: So they had, so, and they had taken the trouble to actually cast Bengali actors as Bengalis. I
0: think all the supporting cast was yeah. just fucking brilliant.
1: Even the father was good.
0: Yeah, yeah, all the supporting cast. Yeah, The lead actor was great. Excellent. This Pariniti girl <gasps> was Pariniti terrible. Pariniti girl. She was so bad that if it was f- uncle phenomenal. check <laughs> uh, talking of nepotism, she's mm. apparently Priyanka Chopra's cousin. Yeah, yeah. And that role still could have, you know, she could have done something with. But all in all, uh, guys, you know, if you have a good idea, it's exciting. Even when I have a good idea, it's exciting. But until it's a film, don't make it a film. Keep it as an idea.
1: No, but I have to say the things which I liked about it were... Calcutta, as usual, when film Bollywood makes films in Calcutta, Calcutta looks like it's been washed clean. So, mm. it doesn't look dirty. Nothing. The Kalipilis are also like shiny and moving, more importantly. So, uh, Cal looks lovely. The last time I saw it, looking this nice, not that Barfi film was rubbish. It looked like a painting. But uh, Yuva, which you haven't watched, I think. Mani Ratnam's Yuva was... Like, it made Cal look lovely. And the people are excellently shown also. The banter is sort of like piku. So, the uh, parents' banter. Then the way the neighbours talk to each other. But the film is quite terrible.
0: And it is very sad. (laughs) Because last week, then reviews are to believe Sarkar was terrible. This one is terrible. Even King
1: Arthur's been trashed.
0: So, that's that. I think we really... Guys, if you want us to watch films... To review yeah. them, you got to pay us more for that. Yeah, like it's fucking <laughs> ridiculous. I, I can't do this shit anymore.
1: But there's one film which you have to watch before next, uh, before the next episode. Uh,
0: the Chetan, Chetan Bhagat's, Bhagat's
1: in- half girlfriend. So for that, we are taking even larger amounts of money for the so special drama. Yeah, please subscribe to News Laundry. Because they
0: are. It's not happening. It's not happening. Although I will admit, I saw the show on Half Girlfriend on We the People. And uh, Chetan Bhagat is a really smart guy. There I is can't no doubt say the same him.
1: for Shraddha Kapoor. I saw the. No, but uh, I thought there was show. one
0: very interesting moment, which I don't know how many of you noticed. Hmm. Uh, the anchor, Sarah Jacob, asked hmm. a question to Chetan Bhagat, hmm. which obviously Arjun Kapoor didn't understand. Huh. It was about that this one line that you, that even you de- played to stereotype that ha. when he really gets angry and de- he tells de- 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 a na- na- to katli or something like that that he to express crude. Hmm. It's an English film, but that one line. So, so Arjun Kapoor didn't understand the question, but he insisted on answering it. So it was clear that Chetan Bhagat understood the question and he wanted to give a very rational answer, hmm. but he wasn't letting Chetan Bhagat talk. And the, if there's something that one can learn from that show is from the confidence with which this boy talks. Arjun. Yes. And the phenomenal shit he talks with such full confidence, he is the next Sohail Sate, in my view.
1: So I have to see it. Was and poor a...
0: Chetan finally had to let him talk and he said, he's my, he's spokes- my spokesperson. So, because he just wouldn't let him answer the question. Although it was clear he hasn't even understood the question.
1: So I watched the show, most of it on mute because it's unbearable to hear... Arjun Kapoor and Shraddha Kapoor be on a news channel. She hardly spoke, so let's not be unfair to her. I was quite impressed with her. Okay, I wasn't because she said it's not, and she had practiced this line because she said it in another interview also, that uh, it's not what language you speak in, it's what you say. Now, the thing is, if I don't understand what you are saying, the language, I will not know what you would say, right? So, it makes no sense. What, so, she thought about it. She spoke four sentences. This was one of the sentences. But what I have to say is very sad, is that if NDTV is going to do film promotions in the name of debates, and right after that, Chetan Bhagat, after that, said, <laughs> tweeted, first on NDTV, We the People, then on Kapil Sharma's show, like dude don't poop on the show you've gone on so that was a little sad because it's not a pop culture debate
0: hmm. although i will say um i was very impressed with shraddha <laughs> that when um the anchor said um there were you know stars of yesteryears who spoke hindi as well as they did hmm. english i said amita bachchan rajesh khanna hmm. and shraddha said and my father and i think you know i belong to the generation where how was a war cry which like
1: Transcended language.
0: It, yeah, it was just... I mean, to, for her to be confident and not mm-hmm. embarrassed and put her dad there with Amitabh Bachchan and Rajesh Khanna, I thought it was Kabile tarif so But I she was always does that. I, I have to say. Cool. She
1: always does that about her father. But then she's his child.
0: Speaking of Bollywood, I just want to comment briefly on this tweet of Twinkle Khanna, which has been retweeted 2,860 times and got 9003 likes as I'm mm. watching. It was someone India Explained tweeted, Kinda cute how Twinkle Khanna writes progressive fluff pieces in TY while dances with Pogrom Modi, Indian elites in a nutshell. She replied to the tweet saying, Better than a regressive tweet like this that calls progressive pieces fluff and believes that marriage means sharing the same ideologies. Now I don't want to get into the politics of either India Explained or anything. Now I just have a problem with the second half of her tweet. I don't want to talk about her pieces, um, whether they're good or bad, or whether Akshay Kumar is towing Modi's line or doing anything to you know, push his agenda. I'm just talking about a regressive tweet like this that calls progressive views fluff and believes that marriage means sharing the same ideologies. Here, I think marriage does mean sharing the same ideologies, which is why I found the marriage between... Uh, Republican Governor uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and his wife, who was Maria uh, 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 a, a Democrat from a family, was just a celebrity marriage because ideology means value systems. Mm. Ideology isn't I like my wall pink, you like it yellow. It isn't I like, you know, fried bengan ka bharta and someone likes bhindi ki sabzi. And ideology is deeper than that. It is based on basic values. Mm. If your values differ, I'm sorry, I don't understand how people can stay married. So, I think this is a very clever sounding tweet. Yeah. But if you just scratch the surface, I completely disagree with it and if you are married and you don't have the same ideologies and for me ideology means value system On and similar, not similar
1: please. It can't be so Yeah, it can't be. Yeah. So
0: um Dif- Yeah, different. so I think, you know, dude just cuz you say something clever and in the in the garb of empowerment, anything a woman says is clapped we are going to the ridiculous zone and I'd also like to plug here the ad before this Mary that played. it was her oh. eyewear Sunny Leone Sunny Leone is the uh, brand ambassador for that and she does this monologue don't fall for Twitter this thing don't judge people don't comment on people and how they look but comment on their work now you know I'm all for her I think she's really cool I think what she did to bupen was delicious
1: and I like that she's reinvented herself yeah in I think she is a phenomenal
0: success story. I think hmm. there's but, you know, don't don't make the whole concept of empowerment and political correctness ridiculous by saying, don't comment on how... I, if you have been a porn star, it's fine to be a porn star. I am reacting to how you look. And yeah. she's
1: an actress who's not an on, actress on, so, uh, like, uh, parallel cinema. You know, it's got to a stage that kuch bhi
0: As long as it sounds good, it can mean nonsense. And the two cases being, someone... And I'm not saying this in a derogatory manner. Hmm. You know, a very successful porn star saying don't comment on how I look Then, on, but on my work. But if your work is that, what do I comment yeah. on? Like, it, it's, it's like Arnold saying, you know, at his peak of Mr. Universe, don't go by how I look. Dude, I'm not going to go by your skill at talking. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, like you're the worst actor in the world. Like you're worse than uh, Salman Khan. But you are fucking, you have the best body humankind has ever seen. You're the best specimen of the male.
1: No, I also feel, so this is not related to Sunny, it's related to Twinkle Khanna, that uh, whatever she says, there's sort of this reverse, I wouldn't even call it, uh, it doesn't fit into reverse snobbery, but it's the fact that an, an actress is being able to string English sentences together and write a column seems so such a, like, you know, earth-shattering thing that whatever she writes, her first few columns were good. And I read her, I have read all her columns till around a month or so back. It is the thing, the shock value that, oh my God, an actress has written a piece. It's very bizarre. So when she tweets also, it's the same thing. It's like, oh my God, Twinkle Khanna has written that she doesn't believe in her husband's uh, point of view. So it's that, it's a very weird way of uh, supporting celebrities who seem to be able to think and speak moving
0: on celebrities think and speak Shah Rukh Khan's TED Talk Rajshri Sen what did you think of it?
1: So before I heard the TED talk, which he gave in Vancouver, he was called to, uh, he was invited to make this TED talk in Vancouver on thoughts on humanity, fame, and love. I read many articles on how wonderful it was. Like it is Shahrukh at his witty best. This everyone should hear this TED talk and all. So I also sat down. I am very gullible. So I also sat down to listen to this TED talk. Now I personally think that Shahrukh is one of are most intelligent and eloquent actors. But what a disappointing talk this was. So it started off well. He had some funny, like, two or three anecdotes about his son and uh, whatever the new ones, Aryan or whatever, uh, being the love child of his uh, first son. And then he had a nice anecdote about his father dying. Like, it was sentimental stuff said with the right amount of humour. But for 17 minutes it was, those were few and far between.
0: Hmm. Uh, I uh, really liked the first 14 minutes. I think the last three minutes, he just kind of, I think, trying to sound profound, fucked it up, because, don't, I mean, then you sound like Deepak Chopra, or Hmm. Sadhguru, Oh, Sri you know, you say something like consciousness is a stringing of the eyes together through a so, reality yeah. on a mystic plane that you observe of a friend while love flows through <laughs> the veins. Like, what the fuck does that so mean? I
1: feel you're being so. kind, saying this was only in the last few minutes. Throughout, I felt he peppered it with these, like... No, wisdoms. I think in the end, l- he
0: tried to make it like a circle. But huh. you know, I am not a fan of many people, hmm. but I'm a huge fan of Shah Rukh Khan. I think what he has achieved... Hmm. It's so difficult that most people would not have an idea of just how difficult it is. And, hmm. you know, uh, I have worked in the film industry for a year. Yeah. I was an assistant director. I was...
1: It is... You're even in Monsoon Wedding.
0: I'm even in In a Monsoon.
1: frame. Yeah. You know, if
0: there is something that is more cutthroat and competitive than politics, it's showbiz. It is so difficult without... And so... And why I really uh, have a lot of respect for Shah Rukh Khan hmm. and his politics, or at least I'll just come to how inevitably stardom leads to being unhinged. Yeah. You can't help that. That's part of the package. You cannot remain grounded. Hmm. It's not possible. But within that context, what he has managed to achieve, you know, when he took on Amar Singh and Amitabh Bachchan at their peak, yeah. Uh, I I remember I when I was an assistant director on a film called Philhal, we used to record at this uh, that time the. Sound uh, studio, hmm. everything is well, Spectral Harmony. I don't know if okay. it still exists. Hmm. So, Spectral Harmony. Mein huh. So, it had this big lobby area. Okay. And I used to, basically, an AD means you just do a lot of time waiting. You're waiting for the huh. star, you're waiting for makeup. So, I always used to carry a book. Ki, Bhai, din mein, you were well read. Huh. Huh. So, I was sitting in this lobby uh, waiting for Anuji. Anu Malik was a uh-huh. film director. And suddenly the whole lobby got up, like, you know, like when Hitler walks in, crack, like hmm. clicks. So I t- looked around, I said, ho ya?" Ki ya? Huh. And Amitabh Bachchan, I just walked in because he wanted to hear whatever, okay. something. Huh. Everyone stood up as he crossed the lobby. Hmm. Then everyone sat down.
1: Did he then acknowledge after everyone? Two, yeah, he kind huh. of just okay.
0: nodded. Oh. Then as soon as he walked out again, again, everyone stood up. Hmm. But now I was like, should I stand up? Should I like if I don't stand up, I'll say If I stand up, I'll say like what the fuck am I, am I in school? That hmm. good morning teacher, like he's not even looking at who's standing up. Yeah. You know, everyone's a god in that industry to challenge that man publicly.
1: Yeah.
0: Which none of the Salmans, Amirs, they will always chato whoever is most successful whether it's Modi whether it is Rahul whether hmm. it is Amitabh Bachchan so what Am- Shah Rukh achieved is close to impossible uh, and the fact that he achieved that and was willing to risk it by challenging someone who is considered a god is for me something I have never seen in my lifetime being done in showbiz so coming to the TED talk yeah. I just thought uh, no, no one can deliver a TED talk other than Amitabh Bachchan and Shah Rukh Khan the one thing that Mr. Bachchan has yeah. is he is a better speaker than anyone else. Yeah, and they can speak
1: ex-tempo. Uh, he's As phenomenal. Seen, yeah. He's in
0: a different league. Only he and of his generation and Shah Rukh Khan, like I can't imagine Amir Khan or a Salman or a Saif being yeah. able to talk for even eight minutes. Let Saif maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. But So I just, and I think uh, the confidence with which uh, Shah Rukh can make fun of himself mm. About how he looks He looks yeah. like a wax statue Because his face looks unreal no, And
1: he has that self-deprecation thing down pat
0: So yeah, I I, I just think I I enjoyed the talk I You did it. enjoy yes, it? Okay, okay then maybe
1: I'm just very cynical But I thought it was just Really hyped up And very average Compared to when he's spoken before
0: Now, uh, I'd like to talk about this documentary film Called Get Me Roger Stone It's a Netflix original it is simply phenomenal. Um, it is starring Roger Stone. I'll tell you who he is. The directors are Dylan Bank, Daniel G. Mauro, and Morgan Pehme. I hope I pronounced those correctly.
1: He loves the game. He has fun with it, and he's very good at it. I'm an agent provocateur. Political strategist. Controversial as you can get. An incredible capacity for treachery win-at-all-cost mentality.
0: When people think of Washington corruption, they think of Roger
1: Stone. Those who say I have no soul, those who say I have no principles, are losers. Those are bitter losers.
0: This is about this guy, Roger Stone. Those of you who are following the U.S. election may have heard his name come up from time to time. He was one of the first um, people to be fired from Trump's campaign. Uh, You know, Trump's campaign, Hmm. they replaced replaced about four people till the end, because each time he'd... Make some blooper. A, it is so brilliantly made. I I wish there were it's budgets. It's a film, right? It's, it's a documentary a, yeah, film. Yeah. Okay. It's. This is about a guy when he was young. He was part of Richard Nixon's team. He his name also appeared in the Watergate scandal. Uh, so he started off really young as you know managing campaigns. He became a lobbyist later. He was an important person if you were to believe him Hmm. uh, in reagan uh, in ronald reagan's campaign now the point is in all such films there's a tendency of making the guy appear more important than he is because only then is he interesting Hmm. and the film itself kind of says that that he gives himself he may have been in the periphery of world events Hmm. but he kind of makes it seem like he was right there in the middle yeah so um you know it's it's that way you can be a little circumspect about how much of it is accurate what this shows is a how political campaigns mm. are managed and more importantly what is the base that the republicans mm. and especially trump who they speak to yeah. and i th- the similarity in indian politics is so much especially with trump and and you know the the base of the modi government mm. that those who consider themselves moderates or rational people mm. it would be interesting to see their reaction because they are clearly not the The people who Trump or the Modi government is actually targeting Hmm. what they call base building. And the messaging for base building is so base. And I'm talking about base in the derogatory way. That would you not be embarrassed being on that team? And what is phenomenal is that we're in a world where as long as you're successful, nothing matters. No matter what you say, no matter what you do. It is a phenomenal film. Must watch.
1: And uh, there's a film, a commercial film, Mm. which is out right now starring Jessica Chastain Mm. called Miss Sloan. Mm. And Miss Sloan is about the same world. She's a Washington lobbyist and her name is Elizabeth Sloan in the film. And it's about political lobbying. And uh, she she was just on giving interviews on Graham Norton and all, on what a small percentage of women are lobbyists in uh, the States and how cutthroat it is and what a lucrative profession it is. So that's another film which is out, which should be coming to India very soon. I think in another week or so it's coming. So it's pretty much on the same. It's Washington lobbying. So yep. two things to look out for. And speaking of Netflix, there's another show which has the new season is on Netflix right now, which is Aziz Ansari's Master of None, uh, which is season two. You've seen season one? No. So Aziz Ansari is a Muslim who lives in, who's been living in the States. He's of Indian origin, but he's, I think he's second generation American now and his first season was also excellent so they are these 25 minute episodes and they are about his life in the states as a uh, Indian American as a Muslim American as well and this one is brilliant he has an episode on religion which everyone should watch it's about how people of our age how we uh, address and um, sort of uh, react to religion and without wanting to upset our parents. Like, you're religious, but you're not as religious as your parents are. So he's Muslim. So it's about him eating pork and his parents being most upset about it. There's one episode which is absolutely spectacular called New York, I Love You, which has none of the cast members of Master of None. It has different people in New York, and it comes together in the last scene, very beautifully done. It's funny. It's it comments on lots of things which are relevant today, from politics to religion to racism, but it's just really well done. So I highly recommend watching it if you haven't.
0: And finally, uh, there is a new Indian Air Force recruitment advertisement out. This there was the earlier one that you, my mother, sleep well, my father, sleep well, my brother. Hmm. The new one is a girl pilot? Yeah. A uh, 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 female,
1: ladies, I don't know what is the political we'll Ladies play pilot. We'll clip here. a girl. I <laughs> and it is basically showing that now, you know, the
0: Indian Air Force recruits women. Now, I think the voiceover is supposed to, you know, it's ironic that, you know, I'm a woman, so I have to, my dreams have to be shattered, I can't do anything, I have to be a homemaker, I have to cook food. So... The build-up <laughs> is that there'll be a twist, and then you'll realise yeah. how ironic. It's supposed to be sarcastic, you know, yeah. But but it doesn't
1: come through. So in the end, you're one left wondering that are they being sarcastic or? <laughs> like she says, I'm supposed to what? How can I succeed in life? I'm just a woman. I have to look after the house, but she's saying it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's clear that yeah. the attempt
0: is that there should be sarcasm. But when you build up like this, the twist at the end has to be very solid to to like <laughs> kind of smash all those cliches all those um, you know uh, regressive ideas that have been articulated that kind of twist doesn't come and it just kind of ends so you're like okay
1: what happened (laughs) so
0: so are you going to join the IFOs and do that or not
1: or are you going to be a housewife because she's also saying that so it's good because it keeps us guessing
0: And before you give this week's question, I just have a Mm -hmm. suggestion to our viewers. We were supposed to discuss it, but since we ran out of time, I just ask you to read this article. The link is below. It's from the Daily Beast. American Gods just aired TV's most explicit gay sex scene ever. Um, And there are a couple of interesting lines in this. But I was just uh, taken aback by what can go on regular television uh, in the U.S., And in a world that is, you know, so globalized and it's so connected, I'm just wondering, will it snap apart before it comes together? So when you read this article and you figure the explicit nature of this gay sex scene that has made it on television in the US and therefore such articles find their way here, people like you and I read them. And the expectation is that at some point a scene like that one can also hear. Mm. But even I would not be comfortable watching this. With my nieces and nephews in the same But it's same not room.
1: supposed to be with your nieces and nephews. Sure, it's not. Nephews. What I'm saying is it's the, fact an that adult.
0: It's, yeah, the fact that it's accessible there. You know, before the globalized world makes information and uh, different aesthetics and boundaries of liberalism more acceptable to each other. Hmm. I'm wondering if it will snap apart and two parallel worlds will exist. Because, I don't know if I'm making sense, but yeah, just read that article and, and think about... How many people you know would be comfortable with watching that?
1: It's like Sodom and Gomorrah you're saying that it will be a total downfall of... So we've come to the end, but before we sign off, last week's question was, who was the non-binary actor to hand the award for best actor to Emma Watson at the MTV Awards? And the answer is Asia Kate Dillon. And the people who got it right were Yogeshwar, Kritika, Aastha, Dhanesh, and Ar- Arshad, Rahul, Hariharan, and Samir, Palash. I'm very disappointed that you did not get this correct. You're disappointing us utterly right now. And this week's question: In 2005, Apurva Asrani, who is the person who has been like ousted from the scriptwriter position in Simran, he directed a music video for Sony Music's Album Tere Tera Mera Pyar. Who sang the title track? Let us know. Just so you think... Just so you realise that we do research for our questions. Yeah, right. (laughs) And subscribe to News Laundry. Because we are starting a mental trauma hunt for the various films that we have to watch. Hindi and otherwise. So, please subscribe to News Laundry. And... uh,